Check out this fantastic podcast. Episode 220, Calvin Wayman. How to go from zero to hero with social media. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, the alpha round. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, founder of Awaken Your Alpha, TEDx keynote speaker and best-selling author. I'm with you on this journey every week. If you have any interest in podcasts, living life to the max, and how you can get your own TEDx talk, within the next three months, you need to reach out to me. Go over, follow all the links, and head over to ayalpha.com, head over to Facebook, and search for Awaken Your Alpha with ALW, and jump on the inside. Let's connect, let's take it to the next level. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my bag. Welcome, we have a brilliant one today. We have Calvin Wayman on. He's a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and social media entrepreneur. I'm gonna obviously talk about when we bumped across path at really a crucial time for Calvin as well. Just uh, just over a year ago now, an early 20, well, late 2015, early 2016, it's around about that time. Uh-huh. But the most inspiring thing about this man, and it's, again, it's good that I, I met him then, because I mean, it's been a huge and very, very rapid journey in, in that short time is, is what he's accomplished really in that time. In the spring of 2015, he was still working a nine to five job, feeling stuck and hating his life as an employee. I'm sure a lot of us can appreciate that and uh, empathize or relate to that, I should say. He suddenly quit his day job, been there, <laughs> even before he knew what he's going to do next. And I, I definitely relate to that and pursued his dream of working for himself. Um, his sh- he shows where there's a will, there's a way. Um, I want to talk as well about, he recently published his first book, which debuted on the Amazon top 100 of all books in the success category. His book is called Fish Out of War, The Guide to Achieving Breakthroughs and Permanently Transforming into the New You. So I think that's a good time to pass on to him, the man, and I say, Calvin, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Brother, born ready. Let's do it. Awesome. So there's a lot we could talk about just in your bio. So, I mean, is there anything you'd mm-hmm. like to highlight, pick out, take away, add uh, whatever feels normal and natural. I mean, uh, the big thing that, that I guess I've been focused on a little bit lately, uh, I just did my first infield, uh, million, millionaire case study shoot kind of like a daily V style. Yes. And a lot of the messaging throughout that over the few days was just jumping in and just doing it even before you're ready. So I don't, I mean, I'm kind of there. So, I mean, yeah. you're the pro, you're the host, wherever <laughs> you want to take it, I'm awesome. happy to roll. Awesome. Well, you, you touched on that. I think it was a cool thing. And we spoke up uh, last week, just having a chat. Um, people like your Gary V's or like really well-known people have the videos of them, you know, doing their daily grind hustle, whatever you want to call it, just, you know, really efficient with their time maxed out and just busy and doing their thing and, you know, getting results. But like you said, right. it would be great to see a video of uh, to that level and that kind of detail for someone maybe, or even them, for example, 10 years ago. Exactly. And this is kind of where you're at. And like, in terms of jumping into something, tell us about, this is really our origin question. I just want to ask, you know, a a, sort of a brief background up until sort of I met you a year ago. What was like the, what did you want to do when you grew up? Like, where do you originally from? Like, what brought you to that point in a crappy job that you didn't like? And not saying it's a crappy job, but just a job that was crappy for you. Yeah, it was an employee gig. Yeah. Right. So what got me to where you and I met uh, an event. I was just on the journey to wanting to create my own thing. What you're doing with the, with the podcast and everything. Like really I was, I was, I, sh- I was, I was unemployable, even though I was in a job. 
like I was always creating rackets and stuff like that because I always wanted to improve it or do something different. And I stayed there too long. And the reason I was there too long is because of the fear that we all have when we're stepping out. And when you and I met, it had been close to a year now that I was just, that where I had just quit my job and I was like, you know what, screw it. Mm -hmm. I would rather give this a shot and fail then yep. wake up 10 years, 20 years later, regretting that I'd never even tried yep. and then wondering what would have happened if I at least gave it a shot. Yep. So, so yeah, at that point I had been doing door to door sales. I had moved from Utah to Southern California where you and I met mm -hmm. um, and was just getting the, I guess the experience and the chops to keep uh, handling rejection by going door after door and at the same time uh, starting my social media business. I started my social media business like a month after you and I met. So cool. that's kind of in the, in the awesome. space that we're in. And around about when I, uh, when I met you, it, as I say, you were just sort of diving in. And I suppose that obviously links really to your book as well, Fish Out of Water, you know, the guide to achieving breakthrough and permanently transforming into the new you. You were diving in, you were, you know, you were just taking action to become the new you as it were. And kind of learning yeah. from experimentation, from action, and just, you know, I wouldn't, I don't know the details of failing fast, but you were just going at it. And, you know, it was, that's the gut that it was from just meeting you. It's like something's gonna work. And it, and I, and it came across to you, you didn't mind sort of what, but you were, gonna, you were gonna make something happen. I mean, so tell us about that uh, awakening moment, really, when you thought this is it, because, you know, you thought this is what you're gonna do, or this is what you're gonna plow all that energy and that, that yes. inspiration into. Well, it was a, man, it was a freaking struggle. Like I was so pissed at the younger people or people that are like crushing it. I was honestly jealous of <laughs> yeah. like the 21 year old that's a millionaire or something and said, I knew what I wanted to do ever since I was four years old. Yeah. And I was like, what is it? What's that awakening? <laughs> like, how do, I, how do I know what it is? What's my thing? What's my gift? What am yeah. I supposed to share? And, and I searched for quite a while, but. What ended up happening is in my searching, I, I was taking action on stuff like, I, I was in sales for five, six years. So I figured maybe that's what I'm gonna do. Maybe I'm gonna teach people how to sell. Yeah. And I started doing phone calls on sales, taking action on it. And for, even while I was in my day job, I thought maybe sales was my thing. Yeah. But I did not know that it wasn't until I started doing it. And so <laughs> yeah. I became, people talk about becoming clear sometimes in your journey of becoming clear, you become clear on what you don't want. And I was just in this action mode, trying stuff and doing sales calls to teach people how to sell, how to grow their business. Found out that's not it. And then I'm in this phase of, well, what is it? I'm looking around. And then I come across this, this platform called Periscope. Mm. Periscope is, <clears throat> Periscope is like, it was a live streaming. I mean, people probably still are on it. People might know it was, it was really what really kicked off live streaming yeah. before Facebook Live. It was Periscope and Meerkat. Yeah. And I, no, jumped I, was, in I, remember, I remember seeing you were like really, yeah, I was an early adopter and I, I adopted it and then kind of <laughs> left it, as I say. Once I, I think Facebook Live came out, I, I don't know, but that was instantly. Yeah. Well, that, that's kind of the end of Periscope. <laughs> but same I, here. Same here. And I, so when I got into Periscope, I loved it because it was new. It's where I made my first ever dollar yeah. online. It's where I got my first email opt-ins. It's where I created my first product and yeah. stuff like that. And so 
Um, so I got into Periscope and I loved it. But then what you just barely said started yeah. to happen. Yeah. Then this big behemoth called Facebook says, this live streaming might be something cool. So it gets yeah. into the game. And what happens? Periscope starts to, to decline. And so I'm, I'm like, okay, now what? Yeah. And at that moment, the, the biggest pain already happened. It was like when I was searching from sales to something else, like what should I do? Periscope was a natural fit. Mm -hmm. And then I started to be like, well, why do I like Periscope? And what I realized is the reason I liked it is a, it was cutting edge. It was something that did not exist like a year ago. And that excited me. Yeah. And it was something that had to be figured out that was always changing. That's also something yeah. that I, I just I like the thing of that you say, like with technology and the cutting edge and you know, social media and stuff, it's the fact you can't you couldn't have at that stage someone come along and go, yeah. I've been doing this for ten years. Who exactly. Like boom, exactly. You've been doing it for yes. this, the whole, you know, the whole lifespan of Periscope. Or right, right. So what I realized, I identified in myself that I just love stuff that's fairly new, always changing, fast paced. And again, something that is taking advantage of the world we live in now and couldn't have been done 10, 20 years ago. That came to be known that I, since Periscope was kind of dwindling, what I identified is, well, it's not just that I like Periscope. I love social media. Mm. And in July, like the month after I met you, that's when I was like, you know what? That's what I'm going into. After you've been searching for so long, it's been there the whole time. I, right say, in front I bet of you. you felt like, oh, yeah. how did I not say like, that? Because like, and but again, it's like it's the same sort of thing. When you say, ah, oh, social media, that's it. Now I think, yeah, so, yeah that's perfect for you. Like, that's yeah, that's it. You know, right? But through social media, I was able to get my first email opt-ins, create my yep. first product. You, I um, say, you were so consistent and relentless, and just you were, you know, yeah, in posting every single day. So that, yes. The, the, the sort of like the, almost like the Daily V or the, the YouTube of you yeah. going through that process. How many episodes have you done? How consistent do you, did you do that? Or do you do that? Like how, how I, that? well, what happened around that same time. Yeah. Um, so around that, so in January, 2016, as long as I was like, you know what? Of course, social media, I love it. I do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Like whether I'm going to be doing something like I, that's what I'm doing. I've yeah. been building my brand through social media. I've been able to get into Entrepreneur Huffington Post and these other things and yeah. grow my brand. I want to help other people do the same thing. Yeah. So I started Cobb's Media to, to do that. And at the same time, I was like, okay, I'm starting something right now. Something I've always wanted throughout my entrepreneurial journey is all these people I admire from Steve Jobs to Elon Musk, Gary Vaynerchuk. I wish, like I see what they're saying now. I see the story. I know how they got to where they were, where they are. I, I can see where they got to where they are based on the story they're telling me. But man, how fucking cool would it be if you could rewind the clock and go watch their videos when they're in this stage, mm -hmm. right? Like I, I remember seeing this uh, Jim Carrey, somebody that I love his comedy. I love his acting. I remember watching an interview of him on Oprah talking about before he made it, when he was just a regular dude, yeah. he would drive up on the mountain in LA and look down and imagine that he was a movie star. Yeah. He would imagine and, and visualize directors being uh, like desiring him. Yeah. And he even wrote a check for himself for $10 million. And he would drive down and be like, you know what? I really do have these things. They're just not in my experience yet. 
And here's the thing. By the date he wrote the check for $10 million, which was Thanksgiving 1995, he got the lead role for Dumb and Dumber worth over $10 million. Now that's inspiring. And, that, yeah. and I love that. Love and I was that. like, awesome. What was he doing in 1992? What if exactly. I could go back and yeah. watch the process? And it, wasn't, and it wasn't ever there. So around this beginning process of starting Cobbs Media, I was like, you know what? If there, nothing like this exists. And if I'm going to really hit my goal that I believe I can hit, which is, I mean, it's my first major benchmark. Nothing I want to stop at, but my first $1 million then why not be the one to, to, to document it? The first story that's ever documented as it's happening. Yeah. You're watching the journey, not told after, but as yeah. it's happening. So, and not like you say, not like $5 million to $6 million. That's, that's not right. interesting. Or right. you're like 10, 10 million to $50 million. That's not that interesting. It is slightly right. But like you say, the more relatable and like for a, you know, a wider audience and a lot more people who can you know, right. like that. It's, uh, it's very interesting. Very interesting. Awesome. Yeah. So that's when millionaire case study was born. So I yeah. started millionaire case study in January, 2016. Yesterday, we just barely filmed, uh, episode 54. It helps with social media. If you actually have some cool things going on, mm. um, oh, yeah. <laughs> in your life. And in 2016, it was the biggest year of my entire life. There were some major goals that I had set in January. Some of them were, again, start my own business, go 100% full-time. I decided to write, I, I decided in January that I wanted to write a book called Fish Out of Water. Yes. Um, I wanted to become debt-free for the first time in my entire adult life. Um, I wanted to do something, a physically crazy challenge that seems impossible to my mind, like, but to see if I actually could. Cause I was like, did I, have I ever really pushed myself to the limit? And if I'm honest with myself, I said, no. So I signed up for a 50 mile ultra marathon at the point at that time. I hadn't even, I hadn't even run a, the most I'd ever gone was like eight miles yeah. in January. Um, and just started doing, I did 12 major goals put on my first live event. And so how I got into Dave Ramsey was that one of those major goals I did in there become debt free. Yeah. for the first time in my entire adult life. And I used Dave Ramsey's principles to make that happen. In fact, I've been oh, following perfect. Dave Ramsey for, for a while and, and, and growing my business, um, finally having things come together and click, just kind of this perfect storm. I was able to become debt-free, got to share um, our story and our journey in front of 12 million listeners. So wow. it was very, a ton of fun. Very cool. What is the four C's of social media success? I want to you know, give some real value to people listening here. If they're saying, right, you're a social media man. What are the four C's to social media success that someone can, you know, principles that people can start applying or just tweaking what they're up to at the moment? Those four C's are the things that I discovered through <clears throat> practice, um, like just practicing different things to find out what works. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is really what, what those four C's are doing. There's all these tactics, right, on different platforms. There's, again, the platform's always changing. There's different ways to use these four C's. But these are the four C's, the four C's that I identified as things that don't change. Yeah. They're the things that, are gonna, that matter last year on social media. They're mattering now, and they're going to matter six years from now on social media. And they're important to know because if you use them, 
then you're going to stand out like crazy. The reason that you felt like I was everywhere is I followed these four C's. The reason Gary Vaynerchuk, Ty Lopez, Dan Bilzerian, like Taylor Swift, anybody that's massive on social media, the reason they are is they follow these four. The four C's are content, context, consistency, and connection. Okay. Boom. Content, context, consistency, and connection. You need the, if you want to stand out like crazy, these four C's are how you do it. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you what each of them are. So what's content? The reason it's important to even know that you need to have content is if somebody's listening to this and they don't have a following on social media, or maybe you're barely getting onto a, a new platform. Some people think, Oh, I if, you, if I ask you, are you on Facebook? Are you on Instagram? They're like, yeah, I have a profile. I'm on Facebook. You're not. If you want to become known, you can't just have a page or a profile. Yeah. You have to be creating content, something that is telling the story of who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in. What's also important to know is what content is not mm. in terms of like standing out on social media. Content is not talking about what you do as a business. Mm. You can do that, but it's not going to connect with people. Yeah. The thing that Matt, there's this really cool Ted talk that, People listening we and watching. Talk, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we yeah, I know I have last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of my one of my friends just barely did one. Um it's I mean, I hear it's pretty cool about like how to wake in your alpha or something like that. But Boom. yeah, I don't know who did it. <laughs> Good. But yeah, I, but yeah, I love but yeah, I love TED Talks. And there's this other cool one by uh, another guy that's pretty cool named Simon Sinek called oh, yeah. The Golden Circle or Start with Why. And the reason I reference this is if you haven't seen it then it's a good idea to watch it again after this interview in reference to social media because it is the perfect formula to what the very best people do to stand out on social media and what I use to start building my audience to not only get followers but to have people that are freaking engaged yeah. that are liking, that's, commenting, that's and sharing. Thing. That's the difference, isn't it? That's important. Yeah, because you can go buy likes. You can go get like – you can – Go do a like campaign and just get a bunch of likes well, on from the, the Philippines. Thing, on this, on, this is a completely genuine thing. I would prefer 100 people listen to my podcast and we're all fully engaged weekly or daily and, you know, involved in the community and, and cracking on as opposed to like 100,000 downloads and totally. like crickets. I don't hear anything. That, and 100%. That's, and yeah. that's honest. I would, take, I would take that. Yeah, and you can, like, you can go see somebody that has 800,000 followers on Instagram, but if they only have 12 people harding it, yeah. then you, you know something, you know, it's not, it's not legitimate. So how do you create content that encourages engagement? Well, on that video is the secret. The basic thing is talk about what you, or instead of talking about what you do, talk about your why, why you do it, your core values, your beliefs. That's why my audience connects with me. That's why you connected with me. You and I have similar beliefs. We believe in creating something bigger, that we're in charge of our own life, um, that you can dream big, that you can have whatever you want if you go after it. Um, those are beliefs, and that's what sticks out on social media is talking about who you, what you actually stand for, what your values are. If you look at Gary Vaynerchuk, he will have a post that says something like um, work. That's how you get it. Or you have to hustle or stop complaining, stop bitching. Um, 
patience, yeah. um, patience in the long, in the macro. Um, um, but freaking, what's the word? Oh, I know. Hustler. I love this. I love this. But yeah. Patience, patience in the, I found it. Yeah. Micro patience, macro speed. Boom. The opposite, opposite, opposite. Yeah, that's, that's, so yeah, yeah. macro patience, <laughs> micro speed, right? That's, yeah, that's so, yeah. so yeah. Th those are, what, what is that really? It, notice it doesn't say buy my Vayner media or yeah. nothing to do with his it business. Those are his beliefs. Belief, like you said. Yeah. yeah. So what that does I like it. I like is it. it connects people that also fit those same core values and beliefs. And if you look at anywhere where you see a congregation of people, and usually when I say congregation, the, the, the image that comes up with a lot of people is like a church yeah. um, where the people con congregate. And that's actually a perfect example. If you take a step back and ask, what is it that makes a group of people congregate in one church versus another church? It's not how pretty the church is on the inside. It's not what the church like, looks like on the outside. What brings those people together? Their common set of core values and beliefs. And so what you have to realize is that's essentially what you're doing on social media is creating your own congregation, your own tribe and how you attract that tribe and that congregation is to talk about your core values and beliefs, not your product. So <clears throat> that's the type of content I just spent the most amount of time on content more than anything. Cause that's mm -hmm. how you get in the game. The yeah. biggest reason people aren't succeeding is not because they're a bad person or that their product sucks. It could be a very good product, but the way you get attention, is talking about your core values and beliefs and then the people that come are the are are people that also believe in that so they're the perfect tribe member and that's how you're going to get engagement engagement as well so that's content context i'll just go through that briefly because it's one of my it's one of the most misunderstood pieces okay the thing i'll the thing i'll say about um context is what not to do Yes, you should have an Instagram account. Yes, you should have a Facebook account. Yes, you should have a Twitter account. Yes, you should have a Snapchat. Yes, you should do Snap, um, Instagram stories, whatever you want to do. But avoid the temptation of creating one piece of content and thinking that those social channels are just a distribution for that one piece. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> yes, I am too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, because here's the thing. We want to be efficient, right? But here's yeah. the thing. What you need to understand is every social platform is different. Yeah. So you have to fit the content to fit the context of that platform. Totally. And I've been testing this right now with even Snapchat and Instagram stories, which is insane because when they came out, they looked exactly the same. Yeah. But if I do the exact same piece of content on Snapchat as I do on Instagram, total engagement goes down. Mm. Interesting, right? So you need to have something different for every platform that fits that yeah. platform. I don't want to get, um, get you off the because you're you're in the zone and this is such valuable stuff. But quick, quick question because it just popped up to literally uh, linking to you know what you said Snapchat and Instagram because again mm -hmm. I was a relatively early adopter of Snapchat and did diddly with it because of other things in in my head kind of like superseded it or w w were an alternative like you mentioned about Instagram there. So what are your thoughts on that? I know Gary Vaynerchuk is big on Snapchat and I, and I know it's, it's on he's, the way up. He's, he's shifted. He's shifted recently. He's on, he's bigger on Instagram stories right now. Ah, so yeah, I know this Instagram stories is yeah. And yeah. I, so Instagram chat and cause obviously they're going massive and just it's crazy. Yeah. So, so I would say, I'd say continue to do both. Uh, right now my Snapchat is the biggest it's been and the most engaged it's ever been. But my, and, and, and my Instagram stories isn't quite there, but yeah. I was just with Gary Vaynerchuk yesterday in Salt Lake city 
and he said that snap or he said nine months ago i would have said that snapchat is where you should be but i'm not romantic about the platform or what's happening yep. now the reason i say day trade attention is because that's what it is attention is is bouncing around everywhere yep. and so i go where it is and he says right now snapchat his snapchat he's still on it but it's kind of leveling off yeah and instagram stories is shooting up because some people are like Snapchat is a little bit confusing. If I'm already on Instagram, then I could just do Instagram stories. It's not going over. So he says, if you're going to pick one or go yeah. over, then Instagram stories is the yeah. place to be. That's, that's that. Yeah, that's that's more me because I say I don't really do anything on Snapchat. But if you were to use Snapchat, yeah. how would you how would you think would be a good way to use it? If it was something like a beginner thinking, as as be as real as you can with it. Videos, isn't it? It's just <laughs> yeah. So people like to. There's a few ways that I see people dominating on it. Yeah. Giving a kind of behind the scenes. Yeah. Like the, the closest engagement that you can with people, like not just the closest engagement, but the, you're giving them the, the closest look. Yeah. The, the most raw, the most real. Yeah, and again, if people want to put that in their heads, think, why would I use Snapchat? And like you say, it's a similar thing like saying, right, Snapchat in your mind, behind the scenes. You could literally yeah. say, just only do it for that sort of stuff. And who's your audience that you want to get? Like yeah. if, you're, if, if you have a lower demographic between the ages of... 16 maybe even younger to 25 yeah. that's where your audience yeah is. they're going to be all over that that's a good point yeah i i spoke i spoke at an event <clears throat> i keynoted an event in seattle um a few weeks back and there were 2200 kids there so a pretty nice sample size right yeah and they asked the question to the entire audience what platform do you like best vote and the age range of these kids were probably between 16 and 20. Mm -hmm. It was insane. It was something like 80% plus preferred Snapchat over any other platform. So I tell you that because if you're, if that's your age range, if somebody's listening to this and you're trying to market to a younger yeah. demographic, and you're not taking advantage of Snapchat or Instagram oh, yeah. stories, then they're just leaving. I think yeah, too. that's a great point. Like to be specific, because I. You can't just say, oh, yeah, you should be on it. Because if my market was in that range, like you say, I'd be all over it. That, yeah. That fact, and that's how it's said. But, yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point, definitely. So get yeah. back to your four Cs. Sorry to yeah, so no no worries. That, that, like, I love that. So, yeah. I mean, it's good to have the philosophy and then also give tactical advice. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to do that with this third C, which is consistency. Mm. Well, I'll go deeper with the connection, but consistency. So if I say to anybody to think of a big yellow M in fast food, who do you automatically think of? Chances are you thought of McDonald's. Yeah. If I say think of a red soda soft drink, chances are you'd say Coca-Cola. Or if I say just do it, <laughs> you automatically know the brand Nike. Yeah. Why? Um, the, cool, the crazy thing is I've asked this question now to hundreds of people in dozens of countries, and they all say the same answer. That is insane. I just went to Thailand for the first time, a completely Eastern culture compared to my Western culture that mm -hmm. I'm used to. And the cultures were totally different. Nothing translates across culture, but every time I've asked that question, what do you think of with yellow M? They get it. Mm. So the question is, I mean, that's insane. It's creepy in a lot of ways, <laughs> but how did they get in our brain? The biggest reason they, um, those brands have gotten our brain is through consistency. Yeah. Right. Being consistent in who they are and being in front of our eyes and our attention. 
So this was my secret to how it felt like I was everywhere um, with you, my friend, <laughs> is being consistent in how often I'm posting. Yeah. So the most, most people think that, um, I mean, the average business or person posts about two or three times a week. If you really want to stand out and feel like you're, there's a presence that you have in that yeah. space, that you're owning somebody's newsfeed or that you're, that you're always there or always up to something, be consistent in how often you're posting. Two or three times a day mm. is a good place to start, right? So be consistent um, with, your, with your content in the right context, always being out there. That's how you're going to be felt. That's how you're going to get in the brain and the minds of people that are there. Cool? Very cool. And then the fourth C, in fact, the fourth C is the most important C of all. It's the reason we do anything on social media. If you're not doing this, then you're wasting your time. And that is connection. Connection is everything. And if you're, if you're not doing it, not only is it a waste, but when you are doing it, you have no idea where it could lead. Yeah. I'll give you a quick story of a, of a connection that recently happened for me and what came out of it. I was scrolling through my social media and I came across a random video that one of my friends tagged me in. It was a video of three Australian dudes doing a podcast interview similar yeah. to this, except they were all in studio. Yeah. And then in that podcast interview, they start talking about somebody. And the person they're talking about is me. That is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's, I was like, what? Because again, you have to imagine, like, again, two years ago, I was not on social media at all. I didn't even have my face up there. And so, and like, for this kind of thing to happen, again, in a completely different country, the first thing I thought of, I don't know if you've ever been to a party and somebody comes up, bro, what's up, my man? Yeah. And they go to give you a high five. Whoa. <laughs> I, I, the I was getting excited. I was getting excited. Yeah. They go to give you a high five and you're like, yeah. you don't know who they are and you're kind of wondering. Yeah. Yep. That's what I, at first I was like, do I know these guys from yeah. somewhere? Yeah. But I was like, no, you're the only one I know that has a cool accent in my like <laughs> inner circle. And I knew, that, and, and you're not from Australia. You're from now. the, <laughs> yeah, you're not from Australia, right? You're from the right, other right. side. I'm glad, I'm, I, I'm glad you said that because seriously, I still get 80% of Americans think I'm Australian. But right, I, but I knew you weren't. I knew you weren't Australian. I knew you were from the other continent yeah. that has an awesome accent. So I was like, how the F is this happening? Yeah. Well, it turns out this is how it happened. One of those guys added me on social media six months prior, six months before this. And... When he added me, instead of me ignoring that notification like we normally do, I was like, I want to do something to stand out. I want to do something to connect with him because he took the time to follow me. Yeah. I don't want him to just be a revolving door. I don't want people to just come in and leave and I get the like, but they're not on the page ever again. I want them to stick around. So I pulled out my phone <clears throat> and I shot a video that said this, hey, brother. I just noticed you followed me. Thanks. The video lasted four seconds. What then happened is he was now, he then was stalking me for the last six months <laughs> without me even knowing it. Yep. That one four second connection, when I came out with my book, when I came out with my book, Fish Out of Water, he bought a bulk order of my books without me even asking him. And in that podcast interview, 
Not only was he talking about me and sharing things that he's learned by following me, he was given 10 copies of my book away for free to an Australian audience, an audience I would have never even thought I could have ever reached. All this happening in a country wow. I've never even been to. Power of connection is, that is, that is an awesome You story. just said it, my friend. Love you just it. said it, my friend. Love it. All of that because of one four second connection. So on more of a tactical side, so something that you should be focusing on if you want to drive connections with your audience is just do something that is simple that's more human mm. that lets you send out instead of sending a comment like everyone like and when somebody adds you on facebook send them a voice response yeah in your messenger you can say hey i just noticed you followed me thanks you will be blown away how much they're blown away yeah. because they've never had anybody do that and so they'll they'll stick around you're different yeah. When somebody adds you on Instagram, you can do a video. You can do a video on, on, um, on Twitter. When yeah. somebody adds you on Snapchat, you can do a quick snap, right? You do that, then it won't even be fair for <laughs> everybody else that's on social media. Absolutely so. awesome. I love that. I love that. That's so cool. Well, in the, in the sort of thoughts of wrapping this up, I mean, it's given so much value there, but I definitely want to dig into some of you know, your tips, tactics, uh, resources, it's our alpha round. What is, apart from your own book, Fish Out of War, which obviously we're recommending that, but apart from that, what is one of your all-time favorite books? Or maybe one that was a game changer for you, or if you've, there's been so many books, it could just be your book of the month. What, what things uh, Something that's been sticking be out. If you get one relevant to social media as well, because that I think that makes sense. Well, a book that's been, that I just barely read that was that I really loved was, I think it's called Content. It's just, just <laughs> it's called, Epic content marketing. And then another book that's been huge for me as just an entrepreneur is The One Thing. Focus oh. on the one thing because it's easy to get scattered. The yep. one thing has been huge. Awesome. What would you say is one of your personal sort of alpha habits that keeps you on the straight and narrow that if, if we're going to take it out of your daily routine or if you didn't do it that day, it's probably not going to be the best day for you? Meditating. Meditating by far. Yeah. Like I got into meditating out of necessity because doing door to door was one of the most stressful things they've ever done. (laughs) But one of the most, one of the most beautiful skills Mm. that I've been able to um, develop. So yeah, when I don't meditate, I feel it now. Um, Yeah. I couldn't recommend it enough. And if you're talking about resources, that'll help if you're getting started. Two that I use, two apps, Headspace and Calm. Boom. I got both of them. Yeah, I completely agree. I second that. Legendary ones. Talking about resources, I have to ask, obviously, social media, what is a cool resource that, you know, if someone wants to improve their social media that they can use? It could be one or two resources or a resource that you use to, like you say, there's Man, some things like- I see. Different things where yeah, you- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so- Thank that, or how th- you use it as well. Maybe a- I think the philosophy of social media- is, is the biggest resource you can have based on the four C's that I just gave you. Yeah, that's um, yeah. But once you have that down, yeah, Hootsuite you can use to, to schedule your content out yeah. so that you don't have to post it yourself. Would that be or your, if you have a Facebook page, yeah. I use Hootsuite. Yeah, okay, that's, uh, they can, um, that'd be interesting to know. Yeah. yeah, and if you are just using Facebook and you're on Facebook pages, then you can, uh, you, um, Facebook has their own scheduler. Yeah. So you don't even need to use Hootsuite for that. Um, but speaking of, of resources for social media, the other thing, uh, I'll just give it to you here. I have something called a social media makeover that you can get at socialmediamakeover.org. That's a free resource. It's a $300 value. And it's where me or somebody on my team will give you specific tips 
nice. for what you're doing on your page, socialmediamakeover.org. I'll, I'll be heading over there at some stage. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Okay. And then just wrapping up, who would you, bearing in mind I've already inter interviewed one of your great recommendations recently, who would you recommend would be an awesome interview for the show, both in one from your network or someone you think would be a great one on the show, and also someone you think uh, you would like to tune in if I could manage to get them? Uh, Caleb Maddox, if you haven't yes. already. Yes, no, I and, haven't. That'd be a good one. And out of my network, but is awesome, Kyle Cease. Kyle uh, Cease? Who's he? Kyle Cease. He's just Google or YouTube, uh, <laughs> YouTube his name. He has a viral <laughs> video. He's in personal development, but uses comedy for it. Awesome. That is absolutely And also, just in definitely in closing, what is a, a quote that you like to live your life by or something that inspires you? Done is better than perfect. Boom, I, I, we're done here, that is, that is awesome. What's the best way people can connect if they wanna find out more? At Calvin Wayman all over the social channels or at calvinwayman.com. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. If you have any interest in podcasts, living life to the max, and how you can get your own TEDx talk, Within the next three months, you need to reach out to me. Head over to ayalpha.com, head over to Facebook, and search for Awaken Your Alpha with ALW and jump on the inside. Let's connect, let's take it to the next level. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back.